Hello everybody and welcome or welcome back to the monsters behind the mask. The one, the only, the awesomest, the best and probably the, the, just the, the single one that is in, on, uh, on the podcast scene. Podcast about Carnevale, the miniature game by TT Combat. Hosting this episode, uh, it's uh, your Dario from uh, Italy. And uh, with me, my friend, Renz. Renz! <laughs> Hello, welcome to... Glad to be here. Excellent. Uh, I'm glad to be here too. And uh, we got a very rich episode. We have stuff to, to talk about, news and uh, campaign that is uh, unfolding under our unseen hands. And uh, yeah. yeah, what a time to be a player of Carnevale. It's always a great time, I suppose. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I agree. But there, there's a lot of uh, releases this summer. Indeed. And you yeah. know what? Pretty unexpected, in my opinion. I mean, usually, I don't know. I associate summer to an absolutely lack of hobby. But apparently, it's just me. <laughs> it's a problem of mine, apparently. No, no. I have the same problem, yeah. No. Okay. I don't know. Well... So, in this episode, episode, what are we talking about? Uh, well, uh, first, of all, first of all, a, a bit of chit-chat, because, you know, we have to, to, keep up, to, to keep our listeners, our audience, updated on our personal stuff, like my vacations in Scotland. Beautiful. <laughs> I love backpacks. And uh, now, talking about miniatures and uh, the, the, the topic of the, of the episode, we got a secret hand campaign that is unfolding and it's a great experience for any Carnival player. Plus, we got uh, the new releases for The Doctor and Vatican II, so science and faith, it's it's best, I suppose. And uh, I don't know, Renz, I, yeah. I heard through the great one that probably you unleashed some spice into TT Combat HQ and you got uh, sure. those for us. I certainly did, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we cannot wait. I cannot wait. Snippets. Very good, very good. Well, I suppose that uh, we can start this new episode. Uh, yes, please. As usual, we don't have a title. At least maybe I, I got one, but it's, it's weird. <laughs> Attenzione, <laughs> pickpocket! <laughs> I don't know what he meant by that. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, for the summer that there are pickpockets in the. Ah uh, yes, abundance oh. of pickpockets in the guild, of course. Oh yeah. Okay, let's start with uh, this new episode. Now let's talk about. Uh, let's title it as the the campaign, the unseen end in Venice. Welcome, cari signori. Welcome to the city. Of the unending Carnevale. Welcome to Venezia. But be aware, there are monsters behind the masks. <laughs> Welcome back. Our after our beautiful theme song is the same by three years now. I don't know, mm. but I like it. No, no, let's should we give a change to our uh, 
our theme song. I, I no, no, it's nice. No, fine. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> I've never people. heard anybody complain about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, our usual schedule. We talk about a hobby, of course. Well, um, I got stuff to to talk about, uh, but no, no. Uh, Renz, what do you want to to start you first? For me, it's the same. Yeah. No, I I think you have a lot more to talk about uh, for hobby okay. than me. It's really slow in the vacation time. Uh, uh, <laughs> I rarely get anything done. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, um, I'm luckily enough. This summer I achieved a, a bit actually, because uh, yes, okay. Now, right now, I'm taking some time to schedule my future demos and uh, autumn events. You know, uh, the two biggest that I'm attending this autumn are going to be uh, Joka Padova. Uh, here, the close, it's close to, to to the city where I live. Uh, I live near to Padova, and uh, it's going to be ninth uh, and tenth of September. So it's approaching fast, very fast. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and Milano War Games in the end of November. That is my my main event as a hobbyist, as a now TTH. I can tell that is late November, as I say. Well. What I'm trying to, to do is to follow some feedback that I received about uh, demoing the game. I want to, to try to, to figure out a sort of tried and uh, true demo, demo pattern, okay? Like, for example, uh, I want to, to use some uh, fixed gangs, okay? Or some scenarios that I know perfectly and I know how to, to guide the new players to understand the the, the gameplay of Carnevale, just that, in, in which uh, I can be quicker and clearer and uh, help better the people understand how beautiful Carnevale is. That, that's my first task. Then I yeah. focus on my painting. I, fo I, I, luckily enough, I can tell, I had a couple of weeks of spare time and I painted a lot and I played a lot too. Uh, as, I, as, I, as I said before, I went to Scotland this, uh, this summer. Uh, a good friend of mine got married and it was a big party and I was there and I decided to enjoy the beautiful free shipping that TT Combat uh, offers when you spend more than 20 pounds uh, and I spent a little bit more than 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brexit sucks. One time on free shipping to Italy with went twenty pounds as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so, in the end, I I ordered Maria Fioritura and uh, uh, Pierrot. That was the two gifts that I wished uh, to buy and were missing to my collection. Well, TT Combat right. sent the two gifted boxes. Okay, plus the TT Agent T-shirt. I'm in love with it, it's very beautiful. And the Holy Summons box before anybody else I got that box and I was so happy because it was absolutely unexpected. So yeah. oh my guys, thank Be you. Nice. <laughs> no, it, it was it was a, a big surprise. And so of course I, I felt uh, uh, that I had to, to build uh, and paint and try those miniatures before every, everything else. So top of painting schedule, they went right on top. In a couple of days, I had uh, them built and a uh, couple of days more painted. 
Well, let's say that uh, from a modeling part, uh, the hobby part, building is absolutely a fine experience. And when, until you, you go to the celestial congregation, because that is a bit <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. the, the body is very easy to put, to put, to put together. They, the sockets and uh, you, can, you can't go wrong. But then there are the hands and the tiny, tiny arms. And those are <laughs> not as <the> wearing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a bit scary, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. In the end, I, I, after, after building it, or, or house building it, I literally, I was ready to give up, but then I understood, I, I came to realize, hey, but TT Combat put on their website the picture of the model from the front and the back. I can check which arm is, is going to exactly which spot, and in 10 minutes, all the, all the arms and uh, fiddly bits problems were solved. So dumb myself, why did you think about that before starting to put together that damn model? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. you know, let's, karma tend to ba tends to balance okay uh, uh, I, I had the same problem with the the, the old model of the Brachura ah, the giant yes. crab. it has like a lot of legs and you don't know which one goes where <laughs> and it's sort of puzzled yeah it, it's it's a crab after all a blue crab that it, yeah. it deserves to be eaten <laughs> well at least uh, Painting the Celestial Congregation was the easiest miniature ever to paint, believe me. Just base oh. color, uh, uh, a wash with, uh, with the glowing green, and I don't know, I don't remember, but I still have the, the old glazes from G GW, and uh, a, little dry a little bit of dry brush, uh, a white dry brush on top of the, the various hands and uh, bits, and was perfect. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe you should share, uh, Dario. Maybe you should share how you did that because I was when I saw this set, I was quite worried because you know you have to paint like mud and ghosts and water, <laughs> like well, I yes, don't know. If, I, you did that really well. Well, but I had no idea. Sure, I can I can share my secret recipe. Of course, I can uh, link my PayPal account because I, you know <laughs> I, I'm pretty expensive. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Painting the miniatures was very easy. The, the mud monster as well was absolutely easy and quick to do. The, the two priests, well, they, they are basically robed guys, so black robes, purple robes, uh, and some details. Mm. The, the, the beautiful thing of painting water or the, the wiring that uh, Sesta is uh, on top of is that it is just so irregular and so chaotic that you can mess around as much as you want and it's going to look perfectly fine. So you can free your creativity. It's, it's nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 And after that, I, I played with, uh, with these new miniatures, uh, but my opinion are going to be in uh, the main topic of the, uh, of, of the podcast. Uh, I want to save them for later. And yep. uh, ah yes, of course, I played the first game of uh, my first game of Carnevale in uh, the secret hand, uh, secret sorry, unseen hand, the the campaign that we are now talking, uh, going to talk. We, you, I'm using Gifted. I love Gifted. But that's very nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
unfortunately I had to skip the second game because uh, my gaming group now is, was on post in August and uh, I missed the deadline. No, it's not a big deal. Oh. I'm going to, to play the third. Oh. So, Renzi, yeah, about I think you? it will start. The... What yeah. about you? I'm curious. Uh, I was on holiday in France. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but as far as hobby, it's, uh, it's a bit slow. Oh, okay. So, uh, not really much exciting to tell. Mm. Yeah. I've been uh, helping out a bit with the the campaign, of course. Mm -hmm. What are you playing? So bit, yeah. No, I, I I haven't even played a single game for the oh, campaign. I've mostly oh, no. been doing behind the behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, it's really bad. Oh, come on! I really hope other people enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> we are, believe I me, could. we are. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Oh, sorry. Okay, you'll you'll keep up in September, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, friends, since we are talking yeah. about the the campaign, shall we dive deep into the main topic of the of this episode and actually take a look on the unseen hand and what's behind this uh, this campaign? What do you think? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Good idea. Well, uh, for you, dear listeners, if you don't know what we are talking about, uh, we're going to, to, to make a bit, of, a wee bit of a recap for you, okay? Uh, what uh, is Unseen Hand? It's uh, the Carnevale Summer Campaign that uh, us, as DD agents, uh, are uh, bringing to you, players, uh, actually to us, because we are playing the game and <laughs> the campaign as well. Um... You know, for example, I love narrative games, but I think that these kind of wolf campaigns are even better because you, you put your your efforts into a bigger scheme and uh, it's, it's even more rewarding. Okay, well, uh, you can join at any time. That's why we are talking about this campaign right now. We started the campaign in uh, July. I don't remember, so help me please. June yeah, or July? Yeah, in, in June. Yeah. June, okay. In the, uh, yeah. in the in the beginning of summer, <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> and uh, it's absolutely free to join. Of course, uh, it's basically unofficial, but we got the blessing from uh, the company so, to proceed with the campaign. So we are blessed by TT Combat. <laughs> so, yeah. in my opinion, the most important thing to know about the the this unseen hand campaign is that it's uh, based upon the amazing job that uh, one of the two hosts of this podcast did some time ago. Clue, that host is not me. So thank you, Renz, because we basically, yeah. basically used your Secret Society's source book for Carnevale by Renz van der Berg, made by you, and now we're playing all your, all, your, all your scenarios and all the ideas that you put in that book. Thank you, Renz. Yes, thank you. yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I was really, uh, really proud that uh, uh, it was suggested. I, it wasn't even my idea, <laughs> so uh, I thought it was really nice. Yeah, and uh, the book you can download it for free mm -hmm. uh, on the uh, Facebook uh, page, uh, also via the Discord server for people who are on the Discord. Sure. 
Yeah, you know, join join the campaign is very easy. How it works from uh, every two or three two weeks. I don't remember exactly. Help me, please. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. Oh, I think we, it's two weeks. Yeah, two yeah. weeks. Um, the, yeah. the the campaign staff, the TT agents, are releasing the the scenario that is going to be played uh, for the following weeks. Okay, then you you play your scenario and uh, send the results uh, for email. Sorry, I had a bit of a schedule. Okay, what to, what to do to, to join the campaign? Very easy. As, as Renz said, download a PDF. That, that is absolutely important. Then, join a society. You can, uh, you, we got a form. Uh, we are going to put the link in the description of this episode. Uh, or look, just look for does Barcoma. Uh, Sorry if I spelled your surname uh, bad. My bad. <laughs> uh, look for the Das Borcom post on a Carnevale Facebook page and join the Discord server because we got a dedicated Discord server for this campaign. It's nice. It's a, it's a nice place to stay. So join us and have fun. Then you play the scenario of the current week or weeks, I don't remember, and send your yep. results, your achievements, like, like a little bad report. Uh, you, you can write what you, what you prefer. You prefer to, to write something like a tale Write that. Write that. It's it's okay. You want to to put your the, just numbers. We achieved this victory or uh, this defeat. It's fine. No worries. Send over to our email. Uh, link in the description should be TT agent. Uh, I, I don't remember which one, but I'll, I'll write you down. <laughs> it's okay. And then after yeah. two weeks, we are covering the results, and uh, our supermassive computer computer is putting out. The, the outcome of the scenario. The supermassive computer should be, maybe does. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. So, so the campaign is also so uh, the campaign is in the in the book mm -hmm. uh, that you can download, uh, and it's called the unseen hand, and it's called that way because the theme is that you have to do a lot of things out of line of sight. So that makes it tricky. And there are six scenarios. And we are currently on this day, uh, just finished scenario two. So uh, next week we'll see scenario three. And that will be 100 ducats. So for everyone jumping in, still possible, no problem. And of course, you already mentioned the societies. So uh, your gang can be of different society. A different secret society and have a different template uh, but you don't need to use them they're optional and they're also discussed in the book uh, what kind of restrictions they have and what kind of bonuses they give yeah that's great you put in the in the book if i recall correctly there are 10 societies uh isn't it trans i don't remember 10 yeah. or 12 yeah 10. Uh, i think it's 10 by heart yeah yeah but um, we decided to restrict the, the plethora of societies that they're going to be used in our campaign to six plus one. Uh, that's a sort of bonus, mm, just to keep the, the, the thing, uh, the, the whole thing uh, easier for us to manage. So, <laughs> you know, guys, bear with us. It's our first experience uh, as uh, campaign masters. <laughs> yeah. But every every society you society you can join in it's beautifully flavored. I mean, uh, as I say, there are bonuses and restrictions, but 
they're, they're not so impactful and they're optional. The only thing that yep. we ask you if if you join, please uh, keep the same uh, keep the same society for the duration of the campaign. Just that it's easier for us to than to to, to use uh, the the output of the games. Only that it's it's yep. easier and it's more cinematic, I suppose. Yep. So, for example, you could uh, join the witch hunters, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know the specific. We'd have to look up the, the, the name that we gave them. <laughs> but if you take the Witch Hunter template, then mm -hmm. your gang is not allowed to have any mages or gifted. But one of your heroes or leaders gets a dispel option, like uh, the Exorcist has, for example. Mm -hmm. Great idea. Super cool. Yeah, and they are so secret sizes, and they are a stranger has come to Venice. So that's a bit of the story. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice summer's day, and then the stranger has come in the summer, and all the societies are sort of uh, awakened or uh, sprung into action because of this. And they each have their own motivations and their own goals, which are supposed to be secret, of course. Um, and they are trying to operate and gain control or uh, access this stranger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's great. It's great. I want to see in the end who this stranger is going to be or what it's going to be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Discovery together. Sure so. Yeah, yeah, I, I love good stories and uh, this kind of narrative is the greatest in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. And the players help shape the narratives. So uh, that makes it really a lot of fun. Mm -mm -mm. Not, not like and we also post. Mm -hmm. We also post uh, on the Facebook group uh, developing stories, so you can uh, you can look, you can see what happens every time or every uh, what's going on. Yeah, that's great. I love it. It's 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 a great way to to keep engaged with the game and uh, try something uh, new and fresh and and, and the, the possibility to play all together. In this uh, in this kind of way, in my opinion is uh, is always great. Uh, the, the only thing is that uh, the, this campaign should be managed in uh, in the best possible way to help people have fun and uh, to have people see what they are achieving. And I I think that I'm not I'm not going to be humble in this case. I think that we are we are making a, a good job. Um, I, I feel entertained by the, by this campaign, and uh, the, the response that I'm seeing by the players is good. So play with us, guys. We're having fun. <laughs> um, yes. What do you think? We talk. We are talking about the secret seeds and uh, stuff like that. But we were saying that you sent some spies. Gathering info. Hi. Hmm. Ah, yes. Can you can you tell more about what the, what they discovered? Yeah. So uh, these spies they, they go to all kinds of strange places eh, because it's oh, their yes. job. Yeah. Uh, yes. Of course. But they also they also visit the house of virtue mm. because it's their job and not because of course. Of not course. for fun, of course. I mean they have to do it. And there are rumors that they are getting some uh, some reinforcements. 
Uh, I already know a lot of people are waiting for uh, for more uh, House of Virtue uh, reinforcements because they currently only have one like set. Yes, it's a good but one. This but this reinforcement, <laughs> we also know. Yeah, we also know uh, what type of profession uh, this reinforcement is. Oh, it's really? called a witch. <gasps> a witch. Which, which one? <laughs> the witch. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so it seems that we start dabbling in magic. Hmm. My theory is that I think somehow I think they could be, but I'm not sure, apprentices of uh, Baba Yaga, who is currently the only spellcaster in uh, in the guild. It's a nice theory. I like it. And having some. Magical support in the guild, I think that is a, a thing that we are missing. Uh, you know, keeping the flavor of the guild of having a, um, not that uh, great mages, actually. Yes, we got one, but just one, and it's a unique character. And now having a sprinkle of magic is, is a nice thing. Uh, not too much, but a bit, just a bit. Just to yeah. help in some situation. A witch, the house of witch, too. Wow! <laughs> Unexpected, but welcome. Yes, very interesting, uh, interesting development. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who knows when when uh, they are going to be released? I'm pretty curious. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this could be really a boost for uh, House Virtue uh, gangs. Uh, this mm. new set. Yeah. Indeed, and uh, you know what? Uh, seeing that some sub factions that were released in the very first instance of the game, very first. Yes, in the very beginning of the of, of this Carnival adventure, and seeing now that TT Combat still give them uh, some love, they deserve some love, of course. But they're, they're not abandoning the, these kind of little sub factions. Now we, we are seeing the House of Virtue, for example, or uh, we will see you know in uh, the main topic of the uh, of our talk about the news. Sorry. The, the mythical beasts that are going to boost uh, the, the doctors uh, with their animal subfaction. It's nice. They are not uh, letting letting the subfaction, minor subfactions, let's say, to die. And yes, Gilda has got many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> subfactions. But yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not just forgetting them. They're keeping them alive. Yep. And it's nice. I want to see how they're going to be to be developed, uh, especially House of Virtue, because it was, you know it's it's always been a, a bit controversial from a, a moral standpoint. You know, we are talking about Harvard in the end. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious, really curious. Yeah. Whereas, mm, might yeah. we now just give a, a look at the the new models that are available from, available from. Uh, a week or so. I mean, the holy sign oh, yes. and the medieval beasts. Hmm? Yeah, nice. sounds good. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Well, uh, where do you where do you want to start? <laughs> I, I'd like <laughs> to start actually, by, uh, by I'd like to start by the holy summons because of two reasons. First of all, you play Vatican, so yeah. I'm sure that you are going to to have a, a, an, an interesting opinion on them. And, yes. Uh, I, I play actually a couple of games with uh, this new box. Just does this new box alone that is clocking at 72 ducats, 
Father Sesta, Galilean Priest, Thalassic Messenger, and uh, the Celestial Congregation. Just the four of them. So, I, 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 I rather prefer to, to start with the Vatican. What do you think? Yeah, great. I also love that you already played them. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, when something new comes out, usually uh, it's just sort of, I can only do some theory about mm -hmm. what I think. You already have first-hand experience how they function on the board. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, it's limited experience and remind that I, I, I'm basically a bad player, so I'm doing a lot of mistakes <laughs> and, and bad tactical choices. <laughs> but yes, no. I got my opinion. <laughs> okay, let's take a look. Holy summons, holy summons. Welcome to the new sub-faction of the Vatican, because we are talking about sub-factions here. <laughs> yeah. We had a little a little clue about these uh, new guys, and uh, I, in my opinion it was Matteo in the Italian version of the podcast that first of all, first of everyone said, Matteo, you know, I suppose that some new models are going to come out for, uh, for the Vatican, because why? they changed the Golgotha and the Summoner Priest into Invoker keyword. Mm. I smell there's something fishy in here. He was right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely right. Bravo, Matteo. Yeah. <laughs> you are the I didn't expect it. So, I didn't expect it so fast, only. I thought no, it would no. uh, take more time. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Well, let's, let's take a look at, at uh, the, these new models. Mm, yeah. The new the new invoker keyword, the new invokers, let's say so. He, at the moment, uh, they got two models already existing that are Summoner Priest and the Golgotha. They were the first batch. And now we have the, these Holy Summons uh, box that is a complete gang and a blister with the uh, Theophant of Sinai, something like that. Let's take a look. So. Uh, we got new leader, that is Father Sesta. Uh, new hero, that's uh, the Galilean priest. And these three new henchmen, uh, the mad guy, I don't know, I always forgot, the Thalassic Messenger, Celestial Congregation, yeah. and now, yeah. and now the, the, the flaming guy that is uh, Theophan. <laughs> yeah. I, I see a scheme in here, and uh, there is a, some, something like a plot into these four models because everyone represents one of the four elements uh, of, the, of yeah. the alchemy. So this is nice, but this is heresy yeah. too. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also have the Golgotha, which represents some stone. Yes. The earth. So yeah. And we got the model that uh, is elemental, basically. Yeah, so basically the Vatican uh, control the elements. Uh. Yes. <laughs> now <laughs> we are in trouble. I am in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, shall we start with the most controversial uh, part? Oh, yes. <laughs> I want to bait in that. Uh, Rez, your opinion yep. or my opinion first? <laughs> um. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, you, you start, Let's because start. you already played with him. Okay, yeah? okay. I'm, I'm giving a general overview, and uh, I, 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 want to, I want to discuss with you this, about this, this, this character, because it, yeah. it's, it's really controversial. Okay. And I, I have some, yes. some, some, blunt, some blunt opinions about these Blunt opinions, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, TT Combat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. 
to direct. Oh, it's my it's my nature. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's right. It's right. It's going to be a discussion. Very good. Well, Father Sesta. Okay, in the in the lore, is just nuts. Okay, is is crazy clinically like a madman. Okay, is uh, a unique leader. So just one should be a, a character, a support character, a support leader. He's hmm? a mage. Uh, his uh, stats are average for a mage, but okay, okay. Uh, he's good. Uh, good selection of spells. He's mage three, and uh, what else? He's good support ability for the specifically for the for the constructs. So for the monsters, but he has some serious drawbacks. Oh no, he's got a very good weapon. That his, his uh, template weapon is just crazy good in my opinion. Then the drawbacks, the the, the cons of other Sesta. Uh, from the lesser one to the most glary one uh, is command ability. Command ability is not stellar, it's very situational and it's very, very limited range. Okay, but can be useful from time to time. Then, he is mindless. This is not good, never. A mindless leader, ah, it's a drag. But okay, I can live with that. Then, he's got mine too. Minus two on the mage, it's bad, but he's got a ton of will points, so I can basically overcome with this this problem. But its most glaring weakness is the two action points, only two AP. <sighs> it's like dragging a, a, an anvil or something like that. It, it, it's bad. A leader with two action points is bad, and it's pricey too because it, it costs twenty four rupees. This is in the vacuum, okay? My first impressions were like like that. O okay, what should I do with this guy? But then after trying the, 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 the modern in a couple of games, I, I see it's it's not bad. Maybe it's a bit overpriced. Surely, in my opinion, it works at best in uh, an invoker game because uh, he's got this ability to, to um, give the possibility to cut to the constructs to use his own will point and he's got really a bunch like eight and he can replenish with the command ability of the vatican you know what vatican does does all these tricks like replenish will points here will points there so okay mm. he, he he can dish out some punishment if in case because uh, he's got attack three but the template is very nasty you can boost your attack you can boost your attack again using maybe blood rights uh, and, uh, and so or for example using bloodlust you can easily go up to seven dice without much effort you are going to drain your will points doing that but it's a possibility the don't the, 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 the down is that you should have someone that gives you an extraction point but this is the model mm. we'll see uh, now, I, I want to hear your opinion, Ransom, because I know that we, we got a, a comparison for this model. What, what do you think about it? Um, yeah, so you made all the good points. Um, yeah, I, f I think he's... Uh, from my, I, I've studied him because you asked me how, mm -hmm. how is this model actually useful. <laughs> and I studied him. Uh, and in my opinion, um, he has a lot of abilities that are basically a distraction from what he really does. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, Father Sesta is more of an Apache attack helicopter 
than anything else. Hmm. And what I mean by that is that um, his focus should be, as far as I'm concerned, the fact that he carries one of the most powerful weapons in the game. Uh, a template with minus four penetration. <laughs> it's brutal. Uh, and the re- it's brutal. <laughs> and the rest, the rest is a bit of a destruction. Hmm. Yes, he's mage free, but you you don't have the you don't have the action points to actually cast spells. So, hmm. uh, yes, he can help uh, share will points, but you you're going to need all those will points because you're going to boost all your attacks to maximum power. Because that's what you want to do. Because that's why he's so strong. He can, first of all, he needs a buddy. He needs a. He definitely needs the uh, the chaplain. I think he's called the chaplain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the chaplain. Uh, where are you? Yeah. Okay, the the... conventional chaplain. Yeah, mm-hmm. the conventional chaplain. You should always take him with the conventional chaplain. Uh, because you want him to have three action points. He's far too strong not to have to, uh, to only keep him at two. Because you want him flying around. Blasting, uh, shooting the heavenly host at everybody, and the great trick is that he can also go straight for walls because he can give himself ethereal. Yes. So if you're lucky, if it, let's say the opponent is on the other side of the building, but within a straight uh, straight line would be within eight mm-hmm. inch. That means you can charge them and fire off two uh, two templates easily. And of course, put all the maximum uh, will points in it because he has a lot of will points. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you have to watch out if your opponent re- retaliates if you don't do enough damage. But yeah, that's sort of the trick with him. Cool. So that's uh, I have more, but I, I would <laughs> wait for your reaction. I actually I never uh thought about putting the conventional chaplain with it with it because yeah i don't i don't know vatican that much to to have such strong uh, uh knowledge of interactions but this this is a good point for you i don't know um i always thought about the the template as uh i i want to say a last resource it's it's good but the problem is that sesta it's not resilient enough to to survive retaliation in the end is Going to, to uh, he's got 12, 12 life points and pro- pro- protection for is more than a glorified citizen. Yes, you got those little abilities like universal shielding or fly, and it's nice. But I see him better as a as a support with the possibility to dish out some punishment in case. Mm, the problem in um, in my opinion, the problem in using uh, aggressively, it's just. He needs so much support that in the end you are going to ask yourself, mm, is it worth it? Or should I use this support to use some more mm, focused character, I mean, focus on, on the attack? But I am not, uh, I, I haven't an answer for this kind of question because I don't know Vatican that much. So if we wanted to try to, to set, uh, to, to look for a, a role, a user for Father Sesta, Yes, he can. He, he can go on the on uh, the attack with the temp- like flaming people with uh, with his ghost template. It's a possibility. Mm, I don't know. Uh, 
in my opinion, the, the, the biggest competitor in his role as a support character comes from Barry the Bishop. Because, uh, you know, every these, these invoker characters, uh, they have companion, uh, no, sorry, the, the constructs, uh, they have companion with the invokers. And Sesta has got only mine too. And this is bad. <laughs> so you are going to rely on the other characters, like heroes, uh, like Alien Priest, uh, or the other one, the Summoner Priest, to actually help your expensive henchmen to, to not be dumb. <laughs> Well, yep. uh, in that instance, Father uh, Barry the Bishop, he's got mine five, and uh, he is companion to everyone. So yep. it's easier to run the the creatures, the constructs, uh, using Barry the Bishop. He's yep. got a better mage, uh, very reliable, with a lot of spells, but you are losing, in this case, the offensive capabilities of Father Sesta. I don't know. In my opinion, Sesta in the, in the end is not bad, even if with two action points. It's just expensive. I mean, if, 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 if it was like 21 or 22 Ducats, it would be better, because I, I feel that it's very suited to, to be using that is constructs Lisa, because they're on the construct they got zero will point, and it's, it's not that amazing, okay? Not, not great at all. So you want you want the possibility to boost a jump, to boost an attack roll, and Sesta gives you this, this option, uh, while Barry the Bishop doesn't. Just that I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree with you. If I were going to build a construct uh, gang, I would take Bernie mm -hmm. because uh, Mind Four is not enough to be reliable, in my opinion. I've I've played with the Summoner Priest, <laughs> and my first roll is always a fail, and then it starts <laughs> with some character. You need at least five, and Bernie can cast the Blessing of the Sky on himself. He can give himself Mind 8. And that's reliable. That's super reliable. Yeah, and Father Sesta, the only thing he brings, as far as I'm concerned, is the is the his template, his weapon. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think that's his strengths, and not the other things. Uh, he does have an alternative use that I thought of. Let's say if you're playing, for example, uh, Escape the Fog, if you put all your models within one inch of him, then you activate his command ability and everybody gets ethereal. <laughs> you can move really fast over the board. <laughs> yes, that's right. So there are a few scenarios where Father Sesta is far superior to all the other leaders of the... <laughs> and that's, mo that's movement-based. Yeah, yeah. As if everybody moves straight through the buildings. Yeah, basically ignoring everything. And I want to go yeah. here. I, I, I draw a line. Okay, now I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a good use. Hey. I, I never thought yeah. about you said the fog. It could be could be a great leader in that instance. Wow. Yeah, you can also surprise your opponent because you're suddenly deploying on a really bad spot. Like, oh, why are you deploying there? That's video. Really Really awkward place to deploy. You're just, oh, I just ignore yeah. all the buildings. Yeah. <laughs> My entire gang moves for free turns straight for everything. Yeah, they're like, trust me, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> so that's, that's a nice alternative. Mm -hmm. But if I would take Paulo Sessi, he's so expensive, you're basically forced to, uh, to design your entire gang around him. So that's why I say he needs the. Chaplin to give him the chaplain can give his uh, mm -hmm. he's 
is four will points, uh, four command points, and you can share those even if not in line of sight. And that's perfect because Father Shasta is probably flying on some building somewhere, trying to remain out of sight, uh, out of range. Mm -hmm. And he can still use those will point, uh, command points from the chaplain. Yeah, and then to strike. And if you succeed in actually doing three attacks in a round with his heavy host, that's a lot of damage. Yeah, minus I mean, That's possibly 50. Yeah. That's up to 15 damage. Uh, of course, you have to roll really good. But I mean, that can be really real, real uh, uh, surprise for your opponent, especially if your opponent thinks, oh, it's just sort of this wizard floating around <laughs> uh, with only attack free. Uh, I'm, I'm not too worried. And then suddenly it goes like, oh, heavenly host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he, if people underestimate him. Uh, well, not after hearing this, but uh, <laughs> before. If you just look at the model and you don't mm -hmm. go like, oh, he's so scary. <laughs> ah, the lo lo model is lovely. Uh, it's a lovely model, yeah. It's a nice uh, bim cane. He walks basically in the air. The, the model is, is built like... Uh, the, um, the the miniature itself is sustained by the, the little wire wind that he got that he has got behind uh, actually uh, around him, and uh, the yeah. feet uh, they don't touch anything, so it's super cool. <laughs> see, wow, yeah. that's great, really cool yeah, I, design. You can really see with this set that they really try to uh, do some uh, new bear yeah, really experiment. Mm -hmm. With some cool effect, like if the water effect and and the, uh, the ghost and the, and the, <laughs> and, and the pile the of mud, <laughs> the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First time that I saw the Thalassic Messenger with my friend. Oh, oh my God, what's that? The elemental yeah. of poop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, no. Okay, it's mud. It's mud. Okay, let's paint like mud. Oh my mud. goodness. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was hilarious. Well, you know what about that box, uh, Lance? Yeah. You know when when TT Combat sent uh, these boxes, they they put all the all the the little pieces and bits of the miniatures together in uh, like a pluriball that is inside the box. Okay. okay. When I uh, I opened the box and uh, I took out the pluriball, it was so tight, so jammed with stuff i mean the 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 the, the, the classic messenger is big it's heavy there's a lot of resin in that little box <laughs> you, you 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 take the, the box and say oh my god the the weight is substantial here <laughs> my goodness and they are so packed jump jump packed with stuff it's nice it's really great cool. yeah yeah nice. right. side note on the wait. modeling yeah. stuff of, uh, of these guys yeah. Yeah. Well, mm, so yeah. Galilean priests. Yeah, let's go to. I I just want to finish off with. Oh, sorry, like sorry. I said, if you if you take Father Sesta, I would mm -hmm. design my gang around him. I would take, for example, uh, like like the chaplain, but also maybe the the stigmatist to give him bloodlust. Maybe the altar boy. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you succeed in using the altar boy's ability properly, yes. you can do so much damage. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's really a, a complex a complicated machine, of course, if you build a gang that way. But it could really do a lot of damage and potential, mm -hmm. and might be a very interesting way to play. Of course, it can very fail because you know all the models are not particularly uh, uh, like uh, resilient. But it might be a fun way to play. 
At least I would think so. Don't, don't forget you got nuns in case uh, of need a, a quick healing. There. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can also take uh, like Mojo, like Mojo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, some interesting uh, options. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I'm pretty curious to see what players are going to 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 tell us about this model, like the kind of feedback that we are going to receive, uh, and, and TG Combat as well. I mean, mm, this model is not easy, and as you say, can be pretty much complicated to use. The the thing that I'm curious to, to see if the people are going to just trash him, okay, no, it's uh, too, I don't know, uh, circumstantial or uh, just too complicated to to use it properly or i can accept the challenge and let's see if easy to if, even if it's situational i can uh, put out the best of father sesta and uh, and see i'm i'm very curious it's yep. not an immediate model not at all not straightforward in any, in any kind of sense no no absolutely mm. friends yes you know Galilean priest, sorry. I'm yeah. very curious to see what you think about it. Because I... Let's take, let's take a look at it. Um, it's the hero of the box. I don't know yep. why Galilean priest is related to water. I was sure that it was going to be something like with astronomy, but no, Galilean priest is a watery guy. Okay. Yeah, it's a different term and uh, it's historical... Uh... Tell me. I looked it up. Me. Yeah, I can't, I can't tell you all the details, but it's not related to Galileo. <gasps> uh, it's it's related. It's an old old. Uh, it's an old sort of sect uh, in the history of the Catholic Church. The really? Bible. Wow. But uh, you you can Google it. it it's uh, I still don't know why this guy is called that way, but it it's it has an historical. Uh, Hmm. Presence that name, but maybe like yeah. Galilei. So I mean, like the the place in the. I I, I know that the names in Italian. I'm sorry. I, so if I tell you Palestine, I I don't know if I make any sense. But ah, maybe it's yeah, it's it's a region a region of uh, now the the place that is uh, the state of Israel. Well, yeah, probably it's from yeah, there. Yeah. Galileo, not Galileo. Damn it, I'm dumb. Now I feel dumb. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I encourage people to uh, Google it. Okay. If they uh, like this. But it has an historical... Uh, mm -hmm. Do your own researches, guys. And then let us know <laughs> what you discovered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take it to the archives of the Vatican. Yeah. Well... Well, All right, so shall I talk about it? Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, basically, uh, in short, I can explain all stats, but basically he's a, he's a summoner priest variant. Hmm. So he's the same stats as a summoner priest. He has two command points like summon, summoning a priest, uh, same life points, uh, except he has two will points more. Uh, he's ducat more expensive, but I'll get to that. Why? He's also unarmed. Uh, he has a slightly different selection of spells. Um, so um, they both have faith weaving, but he doesn't have uh, runes. Instead, he has uh, uh, wild magic and he has um, a divinity, which is nice. 
his universe shielding is one lower for some reason. <laughs> but the big difference is uh, he doesn't have the command ability. Like uh, the summoner priest can actually sort of teleport uh, constructs around, which is mm -hmm. now with all the options of constructs is really powerful or even more powerful and interesting. Um, but the uh, Galeadian priest has an also very interesting ability that is, he treats water as solid ground. So he cannot be drowned. He just walks over water, which, you know, uh, a certain... Uh, uh, Christian figure also did this. <laughs> this guy is also doing it. Uh, he can probably also uh, duplicate fish and probably also make water into wine, but those are not relevant for the battlefield, <laughs> so they are not on the this <laughs> set. Uh, he can uh, manipulate. <laughs> those are more for parties than for afterwards. Uh, he can also he also gets uh, the wave force spell uh, for free as an extra spell, which is nice. Um, so now my opinion on them. I think, so when you're considering this guy, you also always have to think, so do I take the Summoner Priest or do I take the Galilean Priest and why would you take one over the other? Uh, both of them uh, work are invokers, so they work with the, the constructs. Now, in my opinion, the Galilean Priest is the perfect assistant for the Messenger mm -hmm. because the Messenger is a water creature and you want this guy to just simply follow the Messenger because that's one of the problems that the doctors always have with the crocodile is that the crocodile is sort of swimming along and they lose line of sight very easily because of the canals and all the buildings and so it makes it really difficult for uh, primitive water creatures to, to control them. Mm -hmm. The Galeasian doesn't have that weakness because he simply walks after the messenger. So I think he's a perfect combination with the messenger. Uh, now, the fact that he gets Waves of Force is Waves of Force is a really good spell, and also a great combination with the Messenger. The only problem is that he isn't an amazing spellcaster, so you probably want to put in some extra will points if you cast that spell. Difficulty is 8, and in my opinion, Mind 4 and casting an 8-level difficulty spell is really unreliable. Uh, I've tried to cast Gateway many times that way and failed even with more dice, so it's tricky. But it's nice that he has the option. It's also nice that he has a divinity, uh, especially the messenger. He only has 12 hit points, and healing him while he's in the water, that's a great option. He's basically sort of a shadow, like walking around the, the messenger and controlling him, healing him, or boosting him if you go for fate weaving. You can cast Blessing of the Sky on him. So lots of uh, interesting options. How was your experience with this guy, uh, well, Dario? Mm, limited. <laughs> okay, on paper, I absolutely agree with you. Because uh, your analysis is, is uh, really tight and uh, well explained. Uh, problem with my games were they were, it's, uh, sorry, uh, the problem with my games was that uh, the first game that I played, it was a, a, a heavily custom scenario. And we were basically playing on uh, on land, okay. And there were no other features, okay. But it, it, it's it was okay. Well, we want to try something different, and uh, it happened that I had just that gang. And I said, okay, let's try that. It's fine. In the end, uh, it was, we my, my mission was to try to hang uh, a Romani 
uh, Romani witch uh, and my my friend playing Romani was trying to to free and uh, escape with her. In the end, he succeeded. I I hanged him. Uh, I hung the, the the witch, but uh, they managed to to save him, save her before she actually died. So damn it, <laughs> that witch. Nice uh, scenario. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's really cool. Really cool. Then the second scenario, it was acquisition. So uh, my my priest was basically babysitting an objective uh, that was retrieved by. I don't know, remember the celestial congregation, maybe I don't remember exactly, but yeah, since he was together with the Talasic Messenger, he was the only the, 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 one of the two characters that wasn't mindless. Unless I'm, but maybe I can be wrong, I don't remember if Talasic Messenger is mindless, but I have to check. However, yeah, in the end, he was babysitting this, uh, this objective, so he didn't, he didn't do much, okay, other than uh, commanding the the constructs uh, and uh, avoiding them uh, being stupid. Spoiler, they were stupid. <laughs> Mind force enough, yeah. No, no, not reliable, not at all. No. No, 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 no. Like first roll of the Talassic Messenger deployed in water, stupid. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be stunned and I'm going to lose my life points. Damn it. But, yeah. but you know. Um, on paper, is good. Uh, as you say, uh, he is the perfect babysitter for the Thalassic Messenger, and uh, Divinity is always great because you can uh, you can heal people, you can heal people, and you got the command points to replenish your will points. Uh, ways of forces uh, like the the cherry on top of a cake. Uh, you are going to use it. Yes, maybe you got the option, and uh, I, I love having options. Waves of Force in particular is a very potent spell, so I, I can I can uh, think of burning uh, like four will points uh, into casting, uh, like, sorry, paying the will points and burning a couple of will points as well to boost my mind in order to be actually pretty sure to, to cast the spell. Waves of Force is really great. And I want a lot, yep. a lot of successes in that spell, if I can. Mage 2, okay, yep. it's good, but not great. As you say, there's a direct competitor in the Summoner Priest, they share a lot. But the, the roles are different. Mm, fun fact about the Galilean priest uh, with uh, the friend that we played into Venetian uh, setting in Venice, <laughs> because we were actually playing in Venice. Well, uh, he, he pointed out that uh, when falling, he's going to take full damage by water because he's treating that like solid ground. And yeah. <laughs> another thing that we thought, yeah. we thinking, yeah, that's uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> when he dies. In water, he just he, he dies and stay on on top of the water. Is going to 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 go down when the blessing of God stop. When he's dead, <laughs> we didn't figure out. But was an he's, just, he's just lying there. <laughs> yeah. You can can you see? You can imagine this corpse that is not like. Uh, a drowned man that is, uh, I don't know, half, half, half afloat, like he is lying on top of the water, just, uh, just yeah. on the water, you know. <laughs> so, that was hilarious. <laughs> okay, so stop, I'm stopping. Okay, uh, I've no, got no. one last trick for him. I've got one last trick for the mm -hmm. So if you use him against an enemy that really hates water, 
Mm-hmm. So not against Rashar, so uh, against other Vatican or uh, partitions. So you really want to focus on the wave force, right? Okay. You give them fate weaving, fate weaving. You cost the, you, know, you have two actions, or you can, and maybe give an extra if necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cost blessing of the sky on yourself. You give yourself mind six. Okay. And then you bump into will points. It's expensive, but you get an eight roll. A die roll, wave yeah. force, and that might be very important, especially if you have the messenger right next to you. You could uh, really try to to take that Madrid shot out of the water, like uh, eat your own medicine. Uh, you... That's also an option. Yeah, you take it, especially <laughs> you take it against <laughs> Roshar, and you throw him out of the water, and <laughs> all your guys waiting there too. <laughs> I think they would be really surprised. Yeah, yeah indeed. I like that. I like it a lot because he can't be drowned himself. So he's like, I guess all the Richard are kind of jealous of him. (laughs) Mm. He doesn't, he doesn't take the, the bonus from uh, being in water, like copper. No, it's solid ground. So it's just open uh, open ground for him. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. He can he can hide actually on water. He can. (laughs) He's one of the few models that can hide. Yeah. Because it's solid ground. Yeah, you're if right. He, if he's <laughs> behind the uh, copper, of course. If he's behind a like an, uh, uh, what is it, uh, a, a gondola or something. Uh huh. Mm. Uh, can you imagine that? Actually, you can drown people while uh, while basically walking on them, like you're swimming. And <laughs> this guy comes and put a, a foot on your head and say, "Go down." <laughs> That's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's super fun. I love it. The Galilean priest yeah. is super fun. So we treated, uh, we take a look at the leader. We take, a, we took a look at the Galilean priests, uh, and now let's. I suppose that we should give a look at the the Anchman, yep. the Madman, Talasic Messenger. <sighs> it's fun. In the, in the beginning, you know, uh, when I I saw the price tag of this model, eighteen ducats, so super premium Anchman now, super expensive. And 12 life points, yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, what's that? Is, is, is crap or what? But using this model and uh, trying to exploit uh, and put the, at a good use of his uh, strength, it's pretty good, but very expensive. We are talking about movement three, for example, but you are going to basically ignore this. Uh, the, the, other, the other stats are uh, like uh, hero hero level, the dexterity four, attack four, protection five. Mm, the weapon is nice, but I'm sure that you are not going to use that much. I'm pretty surprised that it wasn't aquatic. The angelic touch, angelic by a mud monster. Okay, yeah. why not? <laughs> Too bad yeah. it's not aquatic, but okay. The really the, the thing that really turns this model uh, up to 11, in my opinion, is uh, the Living Tide, because the Thalassic Messenger okay. can reroll any failed dice one while drowning and diving. And this guy is a water creature with fast swimmer. <sighs> so we are talking about a, a, a guy that's mo- that moves six inches in water and can reroll drown and dive actions. So you're basically, the first, very first thing that they're going to do, it's like... A, dive 
dive super easy, super fast. And we are going to do it because Dexterity 4, overrollable, it's almost certain, it, it's great. I tried, I even tried with the, the uh, Light Water Breacher. It's even best, it's even better. It's the best that, that, that possibly you, have, you can have in Vatican uh, as a water monster or water character, okay? It's super fast in water. And it punches. Uh, when you're going to drown people, re-rolling four attack dice, and probably you're going to have one additional attack dice because of a big base, it's, it gives satisfactions, okay? Problem is that the life point is not that much, not, not, you have only 12 life points, and uh, you're going basically to have protection 6 from against every kind of attack, but that's it. Nice. what do you think about this, uh, this beautiful, beautiful monster? First of all, I'm really surprised it's a henchman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because now you can have a Vatican gang that can't be drowned, <laughs> mm -hmm. or, or basically, um, yeah. But um, yeah, besides that, uh, eighteen ducats. Well, first, it's a lot, but I like it's mm -hmm. it. It means you can sw swap it out for the Golgotha because mm -hmm. that's also eighteen ducats. Uh, so it's a nice sort of alternative model. Like sometimes you can try the Golgotha, and then sometimes you can try the Messenger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, its main weakness is, is uh, life points. A lot of the big mo water, water monsters have like a lot more uh, life points, but this guy only has 12. Uh, I like that his weapon is called Angelic Touch, <laughs> uh, even if it looks like a lot of blubber. It's not Angelic at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Again, the older sharp players are jealous because this thing can reroll dive actions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is really nice. Yeah, I, I really like it. Um, what's there to say about it? It's not mindless, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. It's a nice bonus. Um, it's not. It's really focused on drowning, as you already said. I mean, it has an attack, but it's. Not that impressive. Let's say that it's it's basically a, a very straightforward model. Mm, the the idea is that you have to use it in water and fight drowning people uh, in uh, just that. But in its own niche, it's really yeah. good. Mm, as usual, like all the constructs, uh, the, the the drawbacks are glaring. I mean, the mind one and uh, primitive, but they got companion. That uh, with invoker, of course, that yeah. can help you like overcome this kind of weakness. But uh, as we talked about uh, the holding, doing all these analysis, uh, yeah, it's yeah. a limit. It's a limit. But you can pretty much overcome it with a with a clever play, like boosting mind or stuff like that. Okay. Hmm. Uh, well, I was really surprised that it doesn't have bulky, by the way. Because the model is ah, huge. Ah, yeah, you're right. It doesn't bulk. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I would also expect limited movement a bit because I don't really see this thing jumping, but okay. Or uh, it jumps. Hiding, but, but maybe. Ah. Um, and it also doesn't have fear, which I, I, I expected. It, nah, it's it looks horrible. So I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but the Golgotha is fierce zero, and it's basically rocks. I don't know. I expect it uh, at least bulky. But for some reason, I guess he can sort of uh, make himself really small or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. He can hide, apparently. Well, I think I think mud in Venice. I, I suppose that it's pretty easy. Maybe he can melt. Yeah. Yes, he can melt on the ground and then uh, rise. Yeah. When needed. I th I think. It at first I saw him, I was, it looked sort of like this lumbering giant monster. But I think when I sort of read his abilities, like Fast Swimmer 3, I think we should imagine more like, a, you know, the Studio Ghibli type uh, monsters. Have you seen uh, Prince Mononoke, where you have these demons with tentacles? Oh, yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. These, these are really fast and they're also sort of fluent. Mm -hmm. So that's how I sort of imagine this thing yeah, like moving around. Melting in the in the on the ground or melting in the water yeah, exactly. and then reappearing somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, can can be something like that. Yeah, that would explain like the reroll dive and the, the fast swimmer, like making it really fast in water. Like sort of scary idea to have this thing coming towards you when you're taking your morning swim in the canals of Venice. As people seem to do in the game a lot. <laughs> well, uh, yes. After water, I think we should take a look at the air component component of the of the of the magic uh, magic <laughs> fantastic four. <laughs> yeah. Celestial congregation. The, um, yeah. So the celestial congregation again. I'm very surprised. This is a henchman. Because uh, apparently we now have a henchman with Ethereal. <laughs> um, it's got the it's it's an interesting model. It's got a lot of life points uh, for for a Fortinducan model. Stat line is uh, not very impressive. No, has a very nice weapon minus four penetration uh, and has bodyguard for some reason. Uh, so it, it's okay. I, I promise that for 14 Duke, it's, it's not really going to do a lot of damage, even though it has a very good weapon. It still probably has a hard time uh, killing something, I think, really. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm really surprised uh, that this thing doesn't have fear. <laughs> Me too. Me too. It's, uh, it's, it's like it's like the most. They're basically ghosts. It's ghosts, <laughs> exactly. It's a I was really of expecting. Ghosts. Yeah, I was expecting to have some sort of ability like uh, the Black Spectre has, that they can sort of um, Black Spectre sort of attacks your mind instead of your armor. Mm -hmm. I would. I was sort of expecting them to have that same ability. Well, I don't know. Again, the. Penetration minus four is nice. It, yeah, it works to, to hurt people. But yeah, probably something like that would be would have been good, good and cool. But I don't know. I can live with that. Let's I'm also that. surprised that, that I'm sorry. I'm also surprised that they are themselves affected by fear <laughs> <laughs> because they only mind one. So they're really yeah. afraid of them. <laughs> Uh, that's that's a. Uh, it's like they're scared of stuff. I don't know. I think that this this kind of thing came uh, came out some 
some time ago because somebody was uh, like, but it, how is it possible that models that instill fear are afraid of, of, of stuff like the aberration of uh, concretely, it, it's got only mind two, or even the black specter has got mind one, something like that. But in the yeah. end, uh, yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, okay, fear, uh, it's read like, uh, I instill fear in you, so you're more prone to be hit. But it can be like my like uh, something like uh, just uh, I I'm a better fighter than you or something like that. You can imagine in many ways why mind it, uh, it's in its value. It uh, also represents the, the self consciousness of these creatures. So like ghosts, yeah. they have no self consciousness probably. So they're going to be easily eaten by powerful creature. I don't know. It's a point of view, of course, it, it, it's it's rules, so they got a, a yeah. certain degrees of abstraction, of course. It's not possible to represent I know. everything. Yeah. You know better than yeah, they could have. in this case. Yeah, but they could have given them brave or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's just... Uh, <laughs> I, I, but I, I don't mind that, actually, but I really expect this fear on them. Mm -hmm. I expect them to be more fear-focused because, uh, you know, they're ghosts. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. mm, you know, I got a sweet spot for every character that has got companion uh, among the, the character abilities. <laughs> I love, uh, sorry, your companion, but bodyguard. Bodyguard. Bodyguard, yes, yeah. I love bodyguard. And when I read that the Celestial Congregation, they got bodyguard plus ethereal. Wow, that was great. I mean, uh, one of the biggest mm, trouble for me to use bodyguard characters was that you have to basically uh, travel around uh, scenery or people while uh, going to, to, to trying to go into combat with uh, the target that is that is uh, threatening your bodyguarded character. Okay, the Celestial Congregation that they don't give a crap about that. They go straight against the enemy that uh, they want to hit, and then they're going to, in my opinion, uh, make a grapple. Always, if they're yeah. going to bodyguard uh, with 50 millimeters and only three attack, uh, unless you are really, really sure to 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 kill the, the the sailing model, I suppose that grapple is a really great ability, because if you yeah, yeah if you can throw away the sailor, you're going to make them lose time, lose action points, uh, uh, do less attacks. Of course, with only attack three, it's not guaranteed. But it's a nice option. I, I love I love bodyguard characters. And this one is, yeah. in my opinion, pretty effective. Even if it's a bit pricey and the stats aren't exactly amazing. But that's the reason I put uh, I like to put Sesta in this uh, in this equation because those two will points from Father Sesta can be really really great to be used in the, in the yeah. right moment. Okay. Yep. That's it. No, I, I yep. don't see it as an offensive character at all. It's purely defensive. It should be stay close to my my invokers uh, and uh, babysitting them and avoiding them to be in, uh, like assailed or uh, yes uh, attacked. Yep. Uh, they want to be they want to be free to 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 go cast their magic or do their stuff without worrying about uh, enemies too close to them. Celestial Congregation can argue that, in my opinion. No, no. Yeah, there's one, 
one expensive trick that you can do with them. It's a bit circumstantial, of course. Mm -hmm. But if you combine them with the summoner priest, okay. so you can you can use them to uh, sort of attack your enemy straight through building, mm -hmm. where they sort of, which is very difficult for your opponent to sort of counter, uh, because it's hard to always measure like eight inch away from whatever possible angle they. And if, for example, you already boost them with uh, booster attack, maybe I don't know, a blessing of the sky. Yes. And then you attack through a building, and then mm -hmm. they're sort of stuck on the other side. Uh, but then you can use the summoner priests, his teleport ability, to get them you know, oh. back safe on the other side of the building. Uh, and then uh, your opponent has nothing to attack. <laughs> yeah, basically. You can uh, recall them uh, back home. Yeah, exactly. So you can use them sort of as a, like a homing missile that you shoot straight for the buildings. Mm -hmm. uh, and attack your opponents. Yeah, it, it depends it's... a bit on the terrain, how useful this is, but... It's a possibility. I like it. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, the the box of Oli Summons, Oli Summons is over, but we got a, an additional model, model, the Theophant of Sinai, to take a look. Well, uh, personally, personally, I love the idea of this creature that is uh, like the the the, the flames in uh, on top of which God appeared to Moses in the Bible. And uh, I don't know the mask, but it's, it's base, so masks are always welcome. <laughs> and uh, we got the, sh the shooty character. Yay! Eh, it's the cheapest yeah. of the lot. Hmm? Yeah. Thir just 13 ducats. A single attack that is pretty powerful. Problem is black powder and reload one. So uh, this model doesn't want to go into water. Uh, it's no, it's just fire. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. fire. So it's got pretty much the same same ability of a full plate uh, full plate uh, uh, special rule. So if it goes into water, it, it's, it's going to be stunned. But it's nice because every character that is going to end uh, an activation and base contact are going to lose one life point. Mm. It's good. Mm, not irresistible. Uh, if supported, can be nice. Like for example. Um, uh, marksman fortune to to make him shoot more than once uh, or blessing of the sky that is always useful he's got berserk okay yeah. Yeah. Um, i still shoot once uh, per turn but okay with attack four instead of attack three but yeah it's solid not not stellar but solid i don't know what do you think yeah i agree with you i agree with your analysis I have two complaints about the model. Mm. Again, why doesn't it have, have bulky? This <laughs> thing can hide. <laughs> why can this thing hide? It's, it's a, it's it's a fire. fire in the night. <laughs> <laughs> they should have given it bulky. This thing should not be able to hide. Uh, I mean, the, the, the prelates of the burning, uh, burning flame, uh, what are they called? Prelates of the burning... Uh, uh, the burning, the flaming oh, sword. Yeah, it's so the flaming sword. And and this this guy is, is like a flame and does that book. Nice. Okay, but that's fine. It, it's it's a disadvantage. So it's great that he doesn't have it. Uh, and I love Berserk. Mm -hmm. Now that's my second problem. He already said he has reload one. So let's say if I attack, if I'm in close combat with somebody, my mm -hmm. first attack will be my hellfire. Yes. But my second attack will be an unarmed attack. 
<sighs> so why doesn't this what what is he doing punching <laughs> why doesn't I this thing have a close combat attack <laughs> like like i don't know fire claws or something it's I like <laughs> you shoot and then oh i'm, I'm out of fire, so now i have to punch you no then, he's not punching you he's going to headbutt with his mask <laughs> This thing needs a close combat attack, even if it's just something, something, I don't know, mm-hmm. just not unarmed. <laughs> this thing should not have an unarmed attack. Well, let's say that at least uh, when in Berserk, uh, it can make really great grapples, uh, 40 millimeter space and attack four, yeah. it's not bad. But yes, yeah. it, it's weird that uh, the fl- uh, a living flame I said, I don't know, it's a living, but okay, but there's a creature made out of <laughs> fire, it punches you with a plus one on protection. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know, it's, it's such the opposite of what usually all these fire weapons are like minus two, minus four, and then this guy goes, oh, you have, you have plus one armor, I can't reach your armor because I'm <laughs> punching you with my mask. Apparently, his mask is the only solid thing he has. So. No, come on. It's, it's using <laughs> all of its fire into its channel, into the health, health fire, and then uh, it's like exhausted. Uh, talking about the studio, Sergio Ghibli films like uh, Calcifer. Oh, yeah. It's like Calcifer. He needs, he needs <laughs> yeah, to eat after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has to be feeded. Yeah. Uh, so, t- t- yeah. toss a log and. Uh... <laughs> Calcifer is a great name for your uh, for the opened of Sinai. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm just kidding. I, I know. I still think he should have a close combat attack, but but he is not bad. I mean, uh, he's like a very powerful, uh, very powerful pistol, basically. Yeah. Really great. Uh, and he's, and he's pr- pretty cheap. I mean, he's at least uh, as far as the other constructs go. I can really see, uh, can even see, like, uh, if you have three of them or so in your game. Mm-hmm. If you really focus and then use a lot of a guard uh, to be play a bit more protective, then your opponent is, like, forced to engage you, and then you go, like, oh, I'm on guard, and I fire all the hellfire at them. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Yeah, nice. um, it's a good character in the end. Yes, it's got its limits and uh, these like contradicting abilities, like Berserk on a Blood One character. But okay, I, I can live with that. I mean, I, I think that Berserk in this case is just a nice bonus, uh, something yeah. that adds up, but it, it's not its thing. Okay, right, I don't know. Ah, nice. Yes. Uh, what do you think? Are we over with the Vatican? Shall we take a look at the doctors? Yes, let's take a look at the doctors. Oh, <laughs> Enough complaining of missing abilities. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, now we are going to theory crafting about these models because neither of us have uh, tried the, these new these new creatures. But as we as we said before. It's nice that TT Combat is putting again love on uh, the sub faction that was that were released in the in the beginning of the game, and now we got yeah. a box of uh, like uh, all henchmen because they are all henchmen. Uh, it's uh, creatures and the Apprentice Doctor themed as a beast tamer. Okay, I love it, and I really hope that yeah. to release. Uh, more uh, of these kind of boxes 
for um, the, the other apprentice doctor that we saw in um, during the advent calendar of last year you remember that yes? yeah. yeah i remember yeah uh, yeah so i expected yeah, I really like two to three boxes i don't know <laughs> thematic too so yes yeah. really i think you can also use him as a doctor of the beast i mean uh, mm -hmm. yes if you want so really yes but you know i like that he is uh, like his broken arm. It's <laughs> yes. funny. Indeed. Like, he pushed he pushed the, the creatures too hard and so some some someone rebelled. It was probably the gorilla. It's always the gorilla. It's always the gorilla. Yeah, the nasty creatures. <laughs> not the lion, not the crocodile, but the gorilla. <laughs> it's getting yeah. too close. The bodyguard, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'd go with uh, starting from the most expensive, the hippocampus yeah. or the, the seahorse, literally seahorse. Oh, I know, you know, you know what? I, we have to, to do a creature that is uh, a seahorse. Hey, let's make a sea horse. What? <laughs> you are a genius. <laughs> you are a genius. <laughs> My goodness, this thing is a hellish creature. But really powerful and really expensive, like 19 ducats. It's almost yeah. like a leader. My God, my, my Puccinella King costs 19 ducats or so. So it's really yeah. expensive. Mm. But it's great. I mean, I love it. It's uh, it's sort of... Uh, they continue with the, with the theme of uh, water creatures that can do stuff. So now the crocodile is got... The crocodile now has got a body to go and do their stuff together. I like it. Yep. It's fast swimmer four, so we basically got the motorboat of a creature. And if yeah. you pump a life, oh, sorry, an action, next action point, you're going to travel like 24, uh, 24 inches yeah. in a single activation <laughs> in water. Yeah, this thing is fast. Yeah. yeah, it's like water taxis in Venice. Yes, five knots. <laughs> Yeah, five knots. No, five kilometers, sorry. Five kilometers uh, per hour. Never seen a taxi driver uh, doing five kilometers in Venice, but okay. Uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> well, the ability is nice. You can just kick people uh, away from objectives or out of position and uh, do some damage and stun too. So for me, it's okay. Nice. What do you think about this creature? Uh, yeah, you said it was expensive, but it's only duke it more than the messenger that we just discussed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I think uh, uh, I, I, when I first saw the stats, I was really impressed. It was exactly what I wanted it, mm -hmm. uh, except uh, two things. His hoof attack is not aquatic, so nah. yeah, you have to. You know, yeah, his main strength is actually attacking from the water, which is sort of unique and interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, attack four, which is great, also on a large base, you know, for drowning. Twenty life points, you know, that's really a lot. Big pool, big pool. Yeah, it's got one uh, big competitor inside the gang, and that's the brimmed horror, which is the hero choice. Uh, but of course, the brimmed horror is a hero choice, which makes a big difference. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, uh, I think it's yeah, it's expensive, like you said, quite an investment. But as far as stats go, 
Yeah, the the attack is not a quite it's the only thing I I mean I understand why it is not, but that's the only downside as far as I'm compared uh, concerned. Mm -hmm. Probably it's going to use those uh, legs to to swim. That's the only reason exactly. uh, to have not oof attack oof some sorry like aquatic weapon. That's my my guessing yeah. at least. Mm, yep. uh, I don't know. The, the movement point... eight is really yeah. good. Yeah, oh, that, sorry. That's, that's crazy fast. I yeah. think that you are paying so many ducats because of that. That's basically that, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know if there are there are other water creatures so fast, because I don't think so. Actually, the the, the doctors made with science something that uh, Rashar with their breeding and experiments uh, weren't managed, weren't able to 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 do. So, yeah. good good done, well done, yeah. doctors. Well. I don't know, any particular synergies that you can spot on uh, this monster, or...? No, there are plenty of spells that you can work with them. Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, the crocodile's a nice team-up. Uh, mm -hmm. Make sure that your doctor can follow them, even in the water. You can have a doctor maybe with some spells that help them. Uh, like uh, uh, runes has a lot of movement spells that can mm -hmm. help. So that's something you should uh, concern yourself about, especially because stun, being stunned in the water is disadvantage. But then again, the hippocampus has 20 life points, so it can take a, it can take some damage. Yeah, sure. Okay. Cool. Now, pairing with a crocodile is nice. It's a bit expensive. <laughs> 33 ducats of henchmen, but uh, okay. Maybe 150 ducats gang, why not? Yeah, the problem is that they're really, really expensive, but okay, you can do that. Well, after that, second in line is the Basilisk. And mm. this creature is, like, horrific. I don't know. What what did, did they stitch Did they stitch together to, to have that? I don't know. It's it's a, it's an emo's head <laughs> of an emu, and it's okay. to a, I think it's a, a um, what are they called? The dragon... Uh, the Komodo dragon. Exactly, yeah. Komodo dragon body. Possibly. I don't know. That, that, that's and then really they add weird. up some sort of... Yeah. That's super weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, super, super weird. I don't know. Like a, No clues. It looks like a, a, a big bag. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's super chicken. Yeah. Well, why... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the, the chicken on high. Well, but yeah. this creature, okay, he brings poison. It brings poison. I love stuff yeah. that bring poison. Poison is not that common. And uh, while the stats are mm, average, seventeen. Uh, I I play this guy just for the the the, the venomous bite that is super powerful. Seventeen life yeah. points, fear. And it can attack yeah. even when it's killed. 13, 13 ducats. It's a bargain. It's really a bargain. He's got its limits yeah. because, of course, limited movement is primitive, like all the creatures. But you got a big, ba big base, a lot of life points for for thirteen ducats. It's ser a serious bargain. So watch out for the for the basilisk. It's, <laughs> it's really great character. I don't know. This is the very first thing that uh, comes up to my mind when I when I read this profile and say, "Wow, it's cheap, really, really cheap." What do you think about it, friends? 
Uh, I agree. Uh, poison is very often underestimated. Uh, and and normally the defense against poison is armor. Mm-hmm. But the basilisk comes with a minus two penetration, which makes it even better. Uh, but again, it has a competition inside the faction itself. Hmm. Also, certain ducats. You can get the doctor of the poison. Uh, so that's something to consider. Mm-hmm. But then again, the doctor of poison is a hero, and this is a uh, henchman. Yes. But yeah, as far as damage output goes, the basilisk is really strong. Uh, not reliable, because poison is not reliable. No. Uh, but if it works, <laughs> you can do a lot of damage, especially against uh, large based uh, creatures. So yeah, and 17 life points is also a lot for a 13 uh, Ducat model. So I like it. Yeah, I think it's a good, uh, good solid choice. And fear. Yeah, of course it's it's a very scary chicken, yes. far scarier than the 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 ghosts of the the dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, I think that here the doctors messed up a bit on uh, their creativity. I mean, hey, I read about the basilisk. What's that? I don't know. Let's let's roll some dice and see what happens. Basically, <laughs> the, the basic process of doing uh, the basilisk. Well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, po- poison like is not yeah. reliable, as you said, but can be can be good if uh, your the dice are on uh, on your favor. And this thing attacks uh, can attack with uh, with his last bite. It's nice. It's really really nasty. Good good job, uh, Basilisk. Good job, doctors. You are not beautiful, but you're handy. <laughs> hmm. Anything else to to share about the Basilisk? No, no. I think that's okay. fine. It was quick. Even quicker, yeah. the hippo, hippogriff, hippogriff. I don't know. What, what do you do? Hippogriff. Hippo, hippogriff. I don't know. Like my uh, my my daughter, she loves uh, Harry Potter, and so when uh, she she was listening to me, like a hippogriff. Oh, like like the one in Harry Potter? No, not exactly. It's like more like more <laughs> dead, like. More, a bit more dead yeah. and vulturish like than, uh, than <laughs> Buckbeak. Yeah. Yeah. He stitched a vulture to a uh, to a deer or something. Yeah. Mm. They made a mess with that. Well, flying creature with movement six. Okay, twelve nice. twelve ducats. It's nice. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally I... agree. Yeah. It's a great harasser. I mean, he, high movement, infiltration, high dexterity, so not not that easy to hit. Okay, it, it attack and sorry, attack and protection are mm, a bit weak. Mm. Weapon is nice, but I suppose that the the idea with this character is just to to fly on top of the roofs or try to to. I don't know, throw people, throw lesser character, uh, or uh, or just go and try to steal objectives and retrieve them uh, to bring to the doctors uh, where they can score points in the end of the game because it's mindless, of course. Mm, the only concern that I got with a creature that has got so high movement and uh, flight and infiltration is uh, that probably 
he's going to have troubles to to get the line of sight to gain companion from the from the doctors because again yep. primitive and mind one is not a great yep. combination no no yep. what do you, what do you think about it res uh yeah first i agree with you uh but then again if you're using it for just for moving around then mindless is not if if it fills its mind roll it gets stunned and it's not too bad it just loses one movement point yeah basically um so it's a risk you you can take uh the biggest downside is attack two uh which means it's yeah you're really not going to kill any anybody um <laughs> uh, but that's okay, don't use it for that, unless you're like planning to boost it with spells or something. Mm -hmm. But uh, And it's, uh, like you said, 12 ducats, it's for a flight, flight infiltration, movement 6, yeah, dex 5, I mean, that sounds really good. Really useful, it's, it's like a really useful, flexible model, just not for killing stuff. Even, even attacks from above are not interesting, mm -hmm. and you're still only going to do 2 damage. So. I don't know. I, I suppose that since um, something like a, a glorified Carrion, Carrion has got, yeah. of course, got the, the ability to, or the Nexus ability that is super powerful. I mean, almost pivotal to many doctors' lists. So okay, and they got, they got pickpocket that is even better. <laughs> Attention, pickpocket. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't for, forget that 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 stupid line, but. Um, Yes, uh, they are basically similar roles, but uh, each one of those can uh, can be up to the task in a different way. Yep. Both the hippogriff and uh, and the carrier, they are different. Okay. Yep. Both of them are fast, but one is more focused on uh, helping actually, not doctors and pickpocketing things is gonna always nice in uh, in this setting. No, no. Mm, it's a matter of choice. Of course, if you are playing a just like uh, beast themed doctor, probably the hippogriff is better. I don't know because maybe you got yeah. tricks with the, the animal and the creatures. I don't know. I got not. I haven't many that much experience on uh, both playing against and playing at the the animal themes doc the animal themed doctors. So I can tell. I can tell. Hmm? I've played against them. Uh, yeah, they can be really uh, strong. I've played against the uh, doctors. Yeah, uh, animal themed uh, lists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, uh, well, I played a couple of times together with a master of zoology. Actually, a friend of mine was yeah. using it, and wow, she is a tank. <laughs> she yeah. really is a tank. But yeah, animal, not not that much. No, no. Mm, I That's think. Yeah, I think we can happily skip the apprentice doctor because it's an apprentice doctor. We love already are used to love the the girl, uh, the boy. Don't know who is the apprentice doctor today. And let's take a look at the last henchman that is the Manticore. I'll put a face of a guy on top of an, a big cat and spikes because yeah. <laughs> that model so, is so creepy. <laughs> My goodness, I don't know. Why put the, 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 a, a human head on, 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 on an animal? I don't know. 
because you're we're putting spines on it. Spines, spines. Why? Okay. Let's have a look. Definitely the most creepy model. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not happy at all. Well, <laughs> again, movement six. This thing is fast, and being fast is a great thing for for the Manticore because uh, it's a ranged creature, but only with four inches of range. That puts you in the very dangerous position of being charged by the target that, that, that your intended target because most of the models in this game they move four. So I move in to I move in to, to try to toss my quilt spines. Nope, at the end of the moment, command point and I'm engaging you and attacking you. So be careful because this guy has got only 10 life points and protection too. Mm. But if used correctly, I th I think that those three attack uh, those attack value of three can actually land those two or three hits because this monster got expert maximum two. Not bad. It's a nice finisher, but not that mo not not much else, I suppose. What's your impression about the Manticore? Yeah, uh, first off, it's it's pretty cheap. So that's nice. Um... It it doesn't have reload, so you can you can shoot as often as you like. So that's also nice. Of course, uh, expert marksman only works if you're not in close combat. Unfortunately, uh, it's got a, also a small defensive ability where if, if the enemy uh, takes your life point, they also lose a life point. Mm -hmm. So that is interesting. I guess it's it's sort of a it's not a frontline fighter. It's sort of a you stay behind the gorilla or you stay behind the rhino type uh, model. More of an harassment uh, sort of character. Mm -hmm. Shooting some spines. Uh, and only really engaging if your enemy's uh, like uh, down to four life points or less. Because then they're going to have a hard time trying to kill this thing. Because yeah, you sort of have to... Uh, manipulate the situation for when you engage him uh, with the Manticore. Uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. It's um, the, the use of this character is, it's pretty niche. It's not going to, to put out uh, that many damages uh, and uh, you have to really be careful with, uh, with, the, with the choosing of the engagement that you are going to to commit the Manticore in. Yeah, that's that's all I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Can, can be nice for sure. Of course, like any any other model in this game, can benefit from boosts uh, that to, to its attack or to movement. Uh, yeah, something like uh, I don't remember the, the spell that helps you move through. You, you become material with flight uh, and uh, stuff like that. Walk between walls should be, and with a movement six character. It's always nice to have uh, some boost in uh, your mobility, but then you have to to actually see uh, it's really uh, the the buff that I need, or can I buff anything else that can be more useful? I don't actually. I got no. I have no no certain answer. It depends on the the the, the scenario that you're playing, the situation in which you are. I don't know. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 
I think it's best to sort of leave the Manticore out of conflict as long as possible. Mm -hmm. And only when the enemy is already weakened that they can really use their uh, spines, both the spine height and the quilt spines to mm -hmm. best effect. Probably yeah. they can. And they because can... it's a cheap model. I was going to say, because it's a cheap model, it's not too bad if you sort of keep it in reserve. Yeah, for sure. I was thinking about um, like sending this uh, this Manticore to Arras like uh, low level characters. I mean, uh, like henchmen uh, 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 that can be very annoying, but not not that great. Like, for example, Arbalesters yeah. or citizens uh, or uh, I can tell what can I tell you uh, household stuff, things like that. Because in the end, they can be dangerous in the right situation but if you can uh, put them on the defensive uh, probably you're going to stop them with a with a character that is basically equal in uh, utility it's a sort of exchange i don't know the the the, the, the really big thing of the manticore is movement six that helps uh, engaging from uh, from yeah. further that basically that yeah. i suppose yeah i agree yeah that's it Okay, Renz. Um, yeah. Have you got any other thoughts to share about these new boxes or general release uh, or this unseen handgun pain? Uh, what do you think? No, I really like that uh, these uh, a lot of uh, Mind One models were released. <laughs> that was, uh, yes. That's interesting. Uh, but I like that the doctors sort of, if you go for the beast, that you now have a second box sort of enhance that or even a third box by the way mm -hmm. uh to enhance that it gives you some uh some more options yeah no, I re it's really interesting interesting developments absolutely absolutely very well rats well guys we hope that we help you spark a little uh, of interest into the unseen and campaign Join us, it's funny and uh, it doesn't require that much of effort to just play a game of Carnival once in a couple of weeks and uh, it's okay. You can uh, do with us some nice nice uh, <laughs> narrative gaming together. And uh, we really want to, to hear your opinion about uh, our most controversial, uh, the, the most controversial model of the episode, so Father Sesta, of course. Don't you? What do you think, Renz? Yeah, yeah, really. Some feedback can be can be handy. I want to see people uh, how how they they think to play or to counter this new model. It's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Well, Renz. Other than that, yes. what can we say? Thank you to our listeners. I think that we are going to be back sooner than expected. <laughs> With the new episode, Hope so. yeah, we are planning nice stuff for the next one. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Do, do you have anything else to, to say to our audience, friends? Arrivederci, Arrivederci a Venezia.